Hebrews chapter 11, verse 9. And by faith, Abraham went to live in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. This is the word of the Lord. Genesis chapter 12, verses 5 through 9. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered, and the people that they had acquired in Haran, and they set out to go to the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land to the place at Shechem, to the oak of Morah. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, to your offspring, I will give this land. So he built there an altar to the Lord. Who had appeared to him. From there he moved to the hill country on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. And there he built on on built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed on, still going towards the Negeb. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And we're continuing with the story of Abraham. And yesterday it was you know, we were introduced to Abraham and he heard the the call of the Lord to leave and he obeyed. And today it's kind of beginning to track that journey. So what are your thoughts on the passage, Jackson? Yeah, so, you know, here we, we see uh, just exactly what the journey looked like for Abraham. And again, so often I think it's helpful for us as we're thinking about biblical narratives to remember that these are real people. These aren't make-believe stories that may or may not have happened, but these are actual uh, people who lived uh, uh, lives rooted in actual history. And so here we see a real-life man take his real-life wife, they're, they're advanced in age, and all of their possessions, uh, people who that they had gathered, uh, his nephew, and they go on this seemingly foolhardy mission mm-hmm in obedience to the Lord. And then if you skip down to verse seven, then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, to your offspring, I will give this land. Now pay attention there. Uh, God didn't say to Abraham, to you, I will give this land. Like Mm -hmm. today, like you're about to take hold of it. No, it's, it's pretty abundant or it's pretty clear that this is going to be given to a people coming after you. Now, on one hand, there's a promise of a people there that had to have cheered Abraham's heart, mm-hmm. as wild as that promise might have seemed. But nevertheless, Abraham is taking his family, his possessions, everything that he has in the world, uh, even doing so at advanced age, and he's going based on promise. Mm. Um, and, and so the the sort of obedience, faithful obedience that we see in this passage is absolutely remarkable, and it paves the way for... Paul, you know, trying to uh, find an image for what faith looks like. And what does he point to? He points to Abraham, who was Mm -hmm. obedient to the Lord and had faith and a sort of faith that was counted to him as righteousness. And so I think we see a little bit of why that would be here. Absolutely. I I love, you know, this land is referred to as the land of promise Mm -hmm. in, in Hebrews 11 and, and so he goes there they're they're living in tents they they have nothing but what they brought and, and just this promise that that one day the lord would establish them there and you know i think it's also just a good reminder of 
how God's timelines and, and how God works does not often line up with how we would expect or right. how we would wish. And, you know, I, I think that is a great comfort. It's definitely been a great comfort to me that, you know, God promises Eve that her offspring will crush the head of the serpent. Mm -hmm. Well, how many generations and nations come and fall and how much does the world just change before Christ enters the picture? And, and you know, here all Abraham is given all these promises that that you know, he doesn't even see fulfilled in in his days. Right. And yet that faith was counted to him as righteousness. And so, you know, I think as we continue on through this passage, it's just a good reminder today that, you know, would we be those people who who are patient to live in the land of promise, mm. even as we live in tents, even, even as, you know, the, the faith, the things that we hope for, the promises we cling to are, are not yet fulfilled in our own eyes, that we would just press on knowing that he who promised them is faithful. Amen. All right. Well, for Jackson Randall, this is Will Carlisle. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.